Yeah, God. Yeah, God. There was a, there, there was a, a speaker, um, a pastor guy that every time he would say something or do something and people would applaud if he thought, if he thought it was him, he would just, he would just like turn the applause and be like, yay God, yay God. You ever heard anybody say yay God? It's like old school, old school church thing. Like, yes God, not me, yay God. So yay God. Um, well man, I'm so excited to be here. Uh, my name's Clark Beckham, and uh, I won't repeat what has already been said in a wonderful introduction. Um, I'm very ADD, and I walk around a lot, so um, Mark, good luck following me. I said I'd stay stage left, but I really don't know the answer to that, because I'm already wanting to walk this way, so I just won't try to, like, sprint out of frame randomly. Uh, so... I was raised in, in church. Who was, who was raised in church? Just your whole life, just raised in church. That's the thing. Okay, so a lot of us. I was raised in church, and I remember uh, when I was at children's church, I was the kid that went forward every single week to get saved. Every week. Because the pastor would speak, and he would talk about how the Holy Spirit is our comforter. I am going to go this way. Our Holy Spirit is a comforter and is closer than a brother. And he would describe the gospel and he'd describe, he'd describe the Christian faith in such a beautiful light. And I'm like, wow, that's really special. That sounds really awesome. I want to have that. And then, of course, he would always say, um, he'd always say something like, if you don't know where you'd go, if something happened to you on your way home, which is a terrifying thing to tell a bunch of kids, by the way. Um, if you're going to get a car wreck and die on your way home, it's like, oh, geez, I thought we were just going to go to Chick-fil-A. And, <laughs> okay, all right, well, I guess I better go forward, you know? Um, who knows? So anyway, I would go forward. I'd go forward every week. Um, and eventually the, the, the uh, pastor, who was a friend of my my, my parents were very involved in the church. Um, and they, the children's pastor, my friends, and my friends, the children's pastor and my parents were friends. That's what I'm trying to say. And uh, they, they kind of, all three of them had like an intervention with me. They took me aside and said, hey, listen, um, you're good to go. Okay? <laughs> you're, you don't have to get saved for the week. You know, you're, it's not like that. You know, you, you accept salvation and you're safe. You're good. And then, of course, this is very common, too. Like, you repeat the words. You know, they just go, repeat after me. And then, you know, you confess with your mouth. You believe in your heart. And then you're good. And then everybody cheers, right? That's the thing. Has anybody been a part of a service like that where you say the words and everybody claps? They talk about how there's this big party in heaven and celebration. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but I don't feel anything, and I don't have whatever you were talking about, Pastor Greg, who is the children's pastor. Whatever you're talking about, I don't have that. I don't feel that. And I went forward every week because I didn't feel like the Holy Spirit was a comforter. I didn't even feel like the Holy Spirit was real or God was real. I just believed in it uh, for the same reason I brushed my teeth in the morning. 
just because I was grown, I, I grew up to believe that, and that's what I was supposed to do, you know. And I and I and I was told, you know, hey, you're good. So I was like, oh, all right. Well, I guess this is the Christian faith. You just be nice to people, smile, shake hands at church. Uh, don't do any like big, loud, sinful things. Uh, but if you do, I guess you're fine because you're covered by the blood. And uh, okay, you just be nice. Try not to do anything bad. And that's it. Um, you have a community of people and and a, and a building and a church, and you feel good about yourself. And then you eat Chick Fil A afterwards, and hopefully don't die in a car wreck. But if you do, you're good. Okay, I guess that's the Christian faith. So that what I just described will sustain religion for sure and that's all i had until i was about 16 years old and i was like i, I came to the point where i where i realized i was thinking for myself and i was like you know what if i grew up in a different household with a different religion i would be that religion if i grew up in a muslim household i would be a muslim for sure if I grew up in a Buddhist household, I'd be a Buddhist, for sure, no doubt. But because I, was, I, I grew up in a, a Christian home, I'm a Christian. And then I was like, well, that's no basis of reality. That doesn't mean Jesus is real just because I was born in America in a Western civilization where Christianity is a primary religion. That doesn't mean anything. So I kept thinking about it. And because my faith was only based on religion and it was only based on being nice to people, shaking their hands and smiling and not asking tough questions about the Bible, my, my faith crumbled. Um, and I mean all the way. I was a, uh, I was a closeted atheist, I guess you could say, for a, a short season, not too long, but for about a year or so. Um, I mean, I believed, I had faith that God was not real, that he was just something that we made up to make ourselves feel better uh, about ourselves in life and then after life, and that was, um, that, was, that was really it. We had a catch-all for everything, you know, if we pray for something and it happens, it's because God did it and prayer works, and if we pray for something and it didn't happen, then it's because it's God's will that it didn't happen. So I'm like, look at this, is it just... We just made this up. This is crazy. And I, I came to that realization. And, man, talk about, I don't know if you guys have ever been in that position, but talk about loneliness. Oh, my goodness. Just feeling, I was like, oh, I really am. We're really all by ourselves here. And also, gosh, you guys, this is the first time I've ever said this sentence. And I've heard so many speakers say this. And I guess I'm starting to get this old to be able to say this. But... You guys are probably not old enough to remember, yikes, that hurt coming out of my mouth. Um, you guys remember when, let's see, when were, when were you born? What year were you born? 99. Okay, well, maybe. Do you guys remember when the world was supposed to end in 2012? Okay, great. Well, I just wasted that. I didn't have to say that old person thing <laughs> statement. Well, anyway, it was, it was, I remember thinking like, oh, that was one thing. I was like, oh, no, the world is going to end in 2012. Because the only reason I thought it wasn't was because, you know, God's on the throne and he didn't go, whoops, I forgot about this. And then the world's gone. 
Um, but when I didn't believe in God, I was like, oh, shoot, the world's this is going to end in 2012. I felt lonely. It was terrible. So eventually, um, I, you know, what I did is I, I, I kind of threw the baby out with the bathwater. I, I took religion completely out um, and of my life. But when God started to reveal himself to me, I still went to church because I didn't want anybody to know. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't imagine letting people know that I didn't believe in God in my environment. I still went to church, and um, God started to reveal himself to me in a new way in, in church. And at that moment, it, at that point in my life, there was nothing else to get in the way. There was no, there was no other teaching. There was not my parents' faith. There was not my church's faith. God began to re- reveal himself to me and prove himself true and prove the Bible true. And I began to get a relationship, a true relationship with God. And there's a couple moments of, of really uh, powerful, kind of like altar call moments where God revealed himself to me. And the Holy Spirit did reveal himself and, and overcome me and who I was and, and what I wanted in life and, and changed my life. Whose shoes are these? Are these yours? Oh, they're totally fine. I just chocos randomly on the stage. That's fine. <laughs> ADD, I told you. Um, at that point, when I was like, oh my goodness. No, I can say, well, yeah, oh my goodness. When I was in my head, I was like, well, it's just a fairy tale. This guy's a big guy, a big beard in a cloud and throne, whatever. And then when, I, when it hit me, for real, for real, that he was real, I, I, was, I was blown away. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is for real. And you could not get a Bible out of my hands. So I was like, this, because the Bible became way more interesting when I believed it. Like, way, 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 way more interesting. Even when I was a kid and I believed it, like, whatever, I guess that's what, you know. Um, when it, but, but when it became real to me and I would read things, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, yeah, that's exactly how I felt. And I would, I would, I would find things and I'd read things that I had described to other people that I didn't even know was in the Bible. Because I want you to know the same Holy Spirit that touched Paul is touching us today. It's the same one. <laughs> Yay, God. There's no such thing as an ancient Holy Spirit and now like a new age hippie Holy Spirit. There's no. I go to California a lot and they think that sometimes, but we're not into that. It's the same Holy Spirit. And I guess I really just want you to know, there's anybody in here that's kind of lived their life just kind of going through the motions, going through um, the religious uh, steps of life, growing up in church, now going to a Christian college listen to a Christian speaker guy um, and going to school. I just really want you to know it's for real. And I really want you to know all these worship songs and these pastor uh, Christianese sayings um, and these cheesy Bible verses, they're all for real. I want you to know that. And I'm, I'm only speaking to a certain amount of people. Um, probably not speaking to the people who are clapping, where maybe I am, which is great that you're clapping because you're like, yes, amen. But I want, you, I want to talk to the spectics, and I want people to know that if you've gone through the motions and you don't really feel God, you don't have a relationship with him, 
And if you, if you question, then I promise you there's more. If you're like, well, I don't know, maybe I have a relationship with him. I want to tell you that there's a certainty that God wants to give you. And there's a, there's a for sure and a for real, for real that God wants to give you. Um, and I just want to encourage you in that. One more thing I'll say very quickly. Um, I'm so glad that chapel ends in like three minutes because I have had to go to the bathroom from the moment I walked on stage. <laughs> Full disclosure. Yay, God. <laughs> Great. I just want to say, and now I'm going to start pacing way more. Um, I just want to tell you that whatever you decide to do, whether it's in ministry, whether it's in economics, whether it's in history, which is my degree. Do we have any history majors here? Whatever you do, I just want, because I, I don't, I, I do ministry. I think we all will do ministry, history teachers. Uh, science teachers, whatever your major is, um, there is a world that is in such desperate search of a light, capital L, that we all are aware of, and it is our responsibility to show them that light. Um, I, I, so I'm, I'm a full-time musician, and I sing, or at least music and tour and do concerts and stuff, which you'll see tonight um, at 8 o'clock right here. Um, and I go into most of my environment that I go into uh, is a, I'm the only Christian guy there. And I'm telling you, it's, I have to hurry. I'm telling you, it's very easy when you're the only Christian in the room, it's very easy to shine the light because all you have to do is love people because the culture of business and the culture of the world is like get money, look out for number one climb the ladder, do whatever you got to do. And the culture of Christianity is be last, put other people first. And when people get that sense that you care about them more than you care about what status you can attain, they just flock you. They love it. And then you can really get relationship with them. And then you can, you know, really minister to them. Does that make sense? Just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, thank you guys for being so great. I'm going to pray and then going to find a bathroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for Covenant College. Thank you for these uh, incredible students. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you that you are the great I am, that you fill everything in every way. God, I pray that you just touch every single one of us in here with your Holy Spirit, that we would feel you as a comforter and closer than a brother. In the name of Jesus, amen.